Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2176. How do the wealthy invest? By Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. For now, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. How do the wealthy invest? By Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. Do the wealthy invest differently from everyone else? And if so, what can we learn from them? Bank of America released their 2022 private bank study of wealthy Americans, which attempted to answer some of these questions. Their study, which took place from May to June of 2022, asked 1,052 households with more than 3 million in investable assets how they invest and how they felt about different asset classes as well. Among their key findings were, Younger wealthy households, those aged 21 to 42, were more skeptical of traditional investments and more likely to support sustainable investing, that is ESG, than older wealthy households, those 43 and up. In particular, older households allocated on average 55% of their portfolios to stocks and stock index funds, while younger households only allocated 25% to stocks. In addition, older households allocated only 2% of their portfolio to cryptocurrency investments, while younger households allocated around 15%. And lastly, there was a difference of opinion about which investments offered the greatest growth potential going forward. While younger households believed that cryptocurrency, real estate, and private equity offered the best growth opportunities, older households believed it was U.S. stocks, real estate, and emerging market stocks. At first glance, the divergence in investment beliefs between younger and older wealthy households suggests that wealthy households may be changing how they invest. While the wealthy used to invest in stocks, bonds, and real estate, this study suggests that going forward, they may prefer investments like crypto, private companies, and other alternatives. Unfortunately, I don't think this is the full story, but an artifact of the study's design. For example, since wealth is positively correlated with age, that is years worked, by subsetting to only those with high amounts of wealth, you end up oversampling those younger households with extraordinary financial circumstances. In other words, wealthy households are exceptional, but younger wealthy households are even more exceptional in how they got wealthy. You can see this clearly in the data. For example, having $3 million in net worth, excluding home equity, 
would put you in the top 7% among 55 to 59-year-olds, but near the top 0.1% among 25 to 29-year-olds. This demonstrates just how unique these younger, wealthier households really are. Some of them started with more initial wealth than most, like inheritances and parental support, while others had atypical financial success, like a company went public or got acquired, they bought crypto early, etc. As a result, it would make sense that these younger, wealthy households would feel differently about how to get rich than most people who get rich. As Michael Kitzes stated about this survey, quote, this isn't generationally unique. People who make money from private companies, that is founders, executives, tech with stock options, etc., tend to keep seeking private or alternative investments, end quote. And this is likely what happened here. By looking at the absolute richest younger households, it would be easy to draw conclusions that wouldn't be applicable to the rest of the wealthy population. But this raises a much bigger question. How do you define wealthy? What does wealthy mean to you? If you wanna understand how the wealthy invest, it depends on what you mean by wealthy. The best demonstration of this comes from a KKR report, which breaks down how high net worth investors, those with more than a million in assets, and ultra high net worth investors, those with more than 30 million in assets, invest their money. High net worth investors allocated around 50% to stocks, 20% to bonds, 25% to alternatives, and 5% to cash while ultra-high net worth investors allocated around 30% to stocks, 10% to bonds, 50% to alternatives, and 10% to cash. This divergence of capital away from traditional asset classes like stocks and bonds and towards alternatives, that is private equity, hedge funds, etc., seems to be positively correlated with the amount of wealth that someone has. As Ernst and Young reported, Only 14% of mass affluent households relied on alternatives in their portfolio compared to 29% of high net worth households and 81% of ultra high net worth households. However, this shift towards alternatives only seems to be occurring among the absolute wealthiest households. Among personal capital users, the average allocation to alternatives is only around three to 4% regardless of age. Though the typical personal capital user is likely more sophisticated and wealthier than the typical U.S. investor, we still don't see a big push towards alternatives among these retail investors. This is true despite the fact that alternatives have become increasingly popular over the past few decades. As BlackRock reported, quote, alternative investments, which include non-traditional asset classes such as private equity, private credit, real estate, infrastructure, and more, represented just 5% of global pension portfolios in 1996. In 2019, they accounted for more than 25%, end quote. Though pension investors aren't the same as wealthy individual investors, their portfolios are becoming more alike over time. More assets equals more alternatives? To understand why there's been a shift towards alternatives among the wealthiest investors, consider the alternative investment continuum put forth by Bob and Ben Frazier on the Invest Like a Billionaire podcast. Their framework suggests that as an investor's assets increase, they tend to allocate more to alternative investments. Why is this the case? Because access to alternative investments is typically limited by your bankroll. While anyone with $1,000 can buy shares of an S&P 500 index fund, the same isn't true when it comes to investing in private equity or a hedge fund. 
For some wealthy investors, the exclusivity of an investment can be even more attractive than the promise of outperformance. Not all investing is about money. Sometimes it's about status too. Either way, just because wealthy investors allocate more to alternatives, this doesn't imply that alternatives are what got them rich in the first place. These ultra-wealthy households could have gotten rich in a myriad of other ways that didn't require alternatives at all. They could have been born rich or sold a private company or joined a successful startup as an early employee. Once they were wealthy, then they could have acquired their alternative investments. I raise this point because there seems to be an obsession with the wealthy and how they invest their money as if their allocation decisions are what created their wealth. Of course, for some wealthy individuals, this is true. Warren Buffett got rich based on how he invested his money, but many other wealthy people didn't. They got rich as business owners or doctors or lawyers or something else and have since allocated their wealth to private equity and hedge funds. Keep this in mind before making any changes to your portfolio. The bottom line. If we can learn anything from how the wealthy invest, it's that they do it in a lot of different ways. Some of them own stocks, bonds, and real estate, while others utilize a wide range of alternatives. And though the data shows that wealthier people tend to own more alternatives, this doesn't mean that they've abandoned traditional asset classes. Try not to forget that the wealthiest 10% of Americans own nearly 90% of all US stocks. All of this suggests that there are many ways to get rich. There are many ways to preserve and grow your wealth. The hard part is finding what works best for you. You just listened to the post titled, How Do the Wealthy Invest? by Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I thought Nick made some great points in this article and reiterated for me that a simple investment strategy in tried and true vehicles is a fantastic way to build wealth, especially when you're first starting out. 
While alternative investments may appear to be more exciting, they can also come with more risk. A high net worth individual perhaps has more financial bandwidth to stomach that risk versus a new investor who doesn't have the basics down yet. This article reminded me of a conversation I had with a family member a couple of years ago. They called me out of the blue and asked my opinion on their new investment strategy. They wanted to invest $100 per week in some cryptocurrency I've never heard of. This person had a ton of debt and no other savings or investments. While my response wasn't as exciting as their cryptocurrency plan, I told them I thought it made more sense for them to put that $100 per week towards debt payoff, as well as 401k and IRA contributions. And then once they had solid footing on these more traditional investments, they can start to look at alternatives. So much of investing can be driven by greed or fear, but I think it's helpful to remember that the purpose of investing is to grow our money over time to reach a financial goal. It doesn't have to be a competition where we're trying to get a higher return than our neighbor or gamble on the next big thing. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll be back here over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.